Hello, my love. Welcome to another episode of Blistopia podcast. I am so, so happy to have you back into the show this week. Today, we're going to have a very interesting reflection on how to find your purpose and to live your life from a place of alignment with that purpose. This is such a deep topic and I just think that people that go into this path are so brave because it requires bravery and courage to find your purpose and to align your life to that purpose. So before we start with today's show, I want to share a huge update in my life, which is that I finally quit my job. I'm going all in full time on my business. I couldn't be more excited about this. I've been dreaming with this moment for so long, visualizing, manifesting this moment for so long. And now it's here, it's happening, it starts right now. So I quit my job last week, I finished last Friday and I took one week of holiday. So this week was kind of a chill week where I just had a little massage. I went to do a beautiful hike with my dog and I just decided to bumper myself to stop to rest because the past couple of months had been intense. And that is an understatement. So next week, which is Monday 9th of October, I will be starting full time on my business. So I'm just so freaking excited for next week, for everything that is about to happen. And the cool thing about actually making this decision and going full time on my dream, on my purpose, on my business, is that actually I will be having much more time to create new things. I plan to create a group program. I will have more time to have one-on-one clients. So I will be able to have more spaces available for one-on-one clients. And we are planning something amazing with two other partners, friends. So next week also I'm starting with a huge big bang, huge announcement on a new activity. So it's just exciting to see that all the things that I have been dreaming for so long, they're actually happening right now. So that's the update from my side. I decided to go all in on my purpose. I decided to to just trust my intuition and to go with what feels right for my soul. So today I want to share with you the story behind all of that, because as you can imagine, it wasn't a short and easy path. This took me a couple of years to actually discover what it is that I want to do with my life, what it is that I came here to do, which are my gifts, what I can offer to the world and how I can attract lots of abundance um, from that space. So the idea for today is to actually share my whole story of how I found my purpose in these past couple of years 
in the hope that this story might inspire you to try new things, to go and explore what your purpose is, if you feel like this is something that is calling you. Sometimes in our lives, we don't feel the need to find our purpose. We are fine exactly where we are, doing what we're doing. But then I think at a certain point in life, we get these questions. What did I came here to do? Who am I? Which are my talents? How do I want to invest my energy, my time, my emotions, my intelligence? How do I want to invest all of the talents that I have? How can I serve humanity? And if you have that itch and you're trying to find your purpose, I think you will love this episode because I will share in full disclosure how my whole process, and again, it took a couple of years, how the whole process to finding my purpose went. So if we travel back in time, I have been working as a marketeer for 10 years. I used to work in the wine industry. And for many years, I went from intern marketing assistant to junior brand manager to brand manager to senior brand manager to marketing manager. And then eventually I became marketing director, which is if you're a marketeer, it's like the best role that you can get. And I got that amazing role at age 32, which is very early. Normally people get this role after in their 40s, more or less. So I think that was a very, yeah, very interesting move. Things went very quickly. I had great bosses who trusted me, who gave me more and more responsibilities. I was also, you know, giving a lot of hours and effort and talent. And things happened that way. And what happened was that I was working in the wine industry and the world of wine is very interesting, very glamorous. It's a beautiful industry, to be honest, to work in. I also worked in spirits for beautiful brands such as Grey Goose, Bombay Sapphire. And my life was pretty glamorous. I was in, I was always working in luxury wines and spirits. So we would always do activations in like the nicest accounts meaning the nicest restaurants, the nicest hotels, the nicest bars um, in different cities. I've been in gorgeous places in Paris, gorgeous places in Shanghai, Taipei, gorgeous places around Europe. And what happened eventually is that, yes, this world was very interesting and glamorous, but at a certain point... I started questioning everything and I started questioning what am I doing? Why am I doing all of this? What for? I mean, all of these hours and all of this stress and all of this energy that I'm pouring into this, what's the end goal? Why am I doing this? And for some time, I tried to find some sort of bullshit (laughs) 
explanation that helped me, you know, maybe stay in there one or two more years, which was, I said, okay, I'm here to create beauty. I'm very good at imagining things. I visualize things and I just create beauty and everything that I do is beautiful. And I am extremely picky. So if I like something, pretty much everybody else would like it because I'm like the hardest beauty judge you will ever find on earth, basically. So for some time I said, okay, my role is to create beauty, is to create these beautiful packaging, these beautiful stories around these beautiful wines that the winemakers are creating. And then eventually, I mean, I, I hold on to that explanation for some time. And then eventually I said, you know what, this is bullshit. I mean, it's it's fine, but but why beauty? What's the end game? Yes, things are pretty, but who am I serving? What am I doing? And if I look back in time and I think of all my experiences, and again, I was very consistent because I was always in marketing, always in the wines and spirits industry, in different roles as I evolved and grew over the years, but I was very, very consistent. And if I look back, there are some emotions that were always there. I was always stressed. I was always anxious. And I always felt like something was wrong. I mean, I would do the things because I'm quite smart. So I will do what I have to do and I will do it well. But deep down, it just something was off and something has been off for 10 years. But in the beginning, when I was, you know, first an intern and then I had junior roles, I was like doubting myself and I thought the problem was me. I said, I thought, if I'm feeling this way, it's maybe because I'm, I don't feel like I'm capable yet and I'm that's why I'm anxious and that's why I'm stressed. It's because these projects, these things are too big for me and I can't handle them right now. But then I evolved. I got more and more responsibilities and I always felt the same thing. I always felt stressed, always felt anxious, always felt like something was off, like I was not fully aligned. I, I would not have used those words back in the day, but something was off. Deep down in my bones, in my belly, something was off. And then I started asking this question. Why am I doing this? What for? What's the end game? How am I helping the man the mankind? How am I helping the planet with what I do? I am so convinced in terms of sustainability and in pretty much all of the companies where I've worked, it was not a priority. We were doing some things, but it was not a full priority at the very core of the strategy. So I was like, but what am I doing to the planet, you know, with all of these bottles that are out there and all of this paper and cardboard and wooden boxes and we're cutting trees to do this. And, and I said, why am I doing this? What for, you know? And I, I think I was in this place of 
being lost for two or three years, I would say. Two or three years that I was like, it's not this, but I still can't figure out what it is. And I went on different quests and I want to share this with you because I think it's important. I tried many different things and I would like to share with you what worked for me and what didn't work for me in the hope that if you're on this quest for finding your purpose, you can actually say, okay, you know, this might work, this might not work. One of the things that really worked for me was meditation and visualizations in particular. I, I've been meditating for many years and this allowed me to be much more in contact with my intuition and to know this is right, this feels right, this feels wrong, this is the way I should go, this is not the way... And I remember when I was trying to find my purpose, I would actually do visualizations and I got images. I started getting images and one of the images that I still remember is I imagine myself as a vessel, a vessel for wisdom. And eventually I started seeing that this vessel would get filled with wisdom, with knowledge, with experience. And that wisdom was pouring, that vessel was pouring the wisdom to people, to other people, sharing all of that, all of that wisdom, all of that knowledge, all of that experience. Then again, I had to pour more wisdom and knowledge into the vessel to share that knowledge and wisdom with other people. So I I saw myself as a vessel, a vessel for wisdom, a vessel for knowledge, for experience, a sort of a channel, if you will. But I saw this image of a vessel. And being a very visual person, having this image in my mind, this metaphor, if you will, it really helped me, okay, maybe this is my role. And the more I grow, the more I learn, the more I experience the bigger the vessel becomes and I can share much more with my community, my audience, with people. I didn't have I didn't use those words back in the days. So visualizations, meditations absolutely helpful. Um I also tried intuitive dancing. You guys know I love static dance. So of course I tried to dance my way through to eventually find some answers. It didn't work. I didn't get any answers. I did lots of yoga. It was amazing. I grew. It was great for my body. But I didn't get any answers. I tried ayahuasca. I went with this question, okay, what's my purpose? Grandma Aya, tell me what's my purpose. And Grandma Aya decided that we would not be talking about my purpose. We would be talking about my grandfather who had just passed away. And 
I didn't give myself time to grief all of that. So I didn't get any information on my purpose because I had to feel the feelings and be there with my grandfather's death. But there is something else that really, really helped me. And this was finding what we call an expander. An expander is a person that already has what you want. And for me, it was Samantha Daly, who later became my coach. And I stumbled across her on Instagram and I saw that she was a coach, she was American, and she was making $1,000 per year. And I was like, what? Excuse me? Can a coach make this amount of money? Can a coach like get this kind of salary? Because in my opinion, 100K, it's quite a good, you know, quite a good salary if you want, quite a good income. And I just started following her and I just started, you know, seeing what she was doing, seeing, you know, the kind of um, programs she was organizing, the kind of lifestyle that she had working from home, being super free. And I just started resonating with this. And I was like, I think this might be it eventually. I mean, I get to help people. I get to learn. I get to help people. I get to have a lifestyle of freedom if I do this. If I do it correctly, I get to have a life of abundance. And I was like, maybe this is it. Because before I came across her, in my mind, a coach, a psychologist, a therapist, any kind of profession that is serving other people, in my mind, and this was maybe a limiting belief, in my mind, that kind of activity is not well paid. So what she showed me is that I, that it was possible to help people and to make shit tons of money in the process. Because in my mind, these were two different things. I had this limiting belief. Okay, either I can do some activity that is not really good for the planet, for mankind, and make a lot of money. Or if you do something that is good for the planet, good for humanity, you will not make huge amounts of money. It was either or. And what she showed me was that I could actually have both. I could actually help people serve. I could actually expand and support humanity in this race of consciousness that we are actually going through. I could do this and at the same time have a profitable business that would give me the amazing lifestyle that I want. So she showed me through her life that this was possible. It is possible to do something good and to make a lot of money. Not because I'm in love with money. Maybe I am. But it allows you to do beautiful things and I want to have an amazing lifestyle. 
I want to have a great life and I want to help other people to have great lives. But I was not willing to sacrifice any of those. So this was absolutely helpful. Meditation to understand my role, to see some images, to really get a metaphor of, okay, what am I trying to do here conceptually? What is my role in all of this? And I saw it with this clear image. And then I met this expander, Samantha Daly, and she showed me that it was possible to have both things, to do the right thing and have an amazing lifestyle. And this for me was absolutely crucial. Having an expander, having someone that shows you that it's possible, that it is out there. And if this person can have it, so can you. That person is just proof that your dream is possible. It's proof. And the closer you are to your expanders, the closer you get to their vibration, the fastest you will manifest that in your life. So again, what really worked for me was meditation, visualizations, and then meeting this absolutely amazing expander who really transformed my life. Because without her example, I just wouldn't know that this exists, that this is profitable, that this is possible. I just wouldn't know. It wouldn't have been on my mind because in my mind it was either or. And she showed me that that's just a limiting belief. You can have it all. You can do the right thing and you can have an amazing lifestyle. So that was when I said, whoa, okay, I think I found it. I think that's what I want to do. I think I want to help other people. I want to help women. I want them to be super happy. I want to support them in their spiritual journey. I want to help them with self-love, careers, business. I want to support them if they want to find their purpose. I want to give all of this. And I, re I started realizing, okay, I have all of these talents and gifts. I've always been very good at, at talking, communication. It's always been very easy for me. I really enjoy it. I love talking. I love writing. I am very good with visual things. Like I can create really beautiful things. So I've always been interested in self-development and psychology. And I started saying, okay, maybe, maybe it makes sense. You know, maybe that's why I have all of these talents. And then I realized, okay, if I really want to do this, I need to study coaching and I need a plan for how I'm going to transition from corporate life in the wine industry to independent life in the coaching industry. And then I came up with a plan. I said, okay, I'm going to study this master in this school. First, I did some research, okay, which are the schools. I talked to a couple of people who were also coaches. I got their advice or I even got 
free coaching sessions from people. Um, and I had a plan. I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is when I'm going to do the master. Then I'm going to have clients. Then I'm going to do a training with her, with Samantha Daly, to understand how to actually set up a coaching business. Because again, this is not a hobby. This is a business. I need at the end of the year, at the end of the month, to have revenue and to actually be able to continue to do this activity. Because if it's not profitable, there's no way I can continue to serve people. So I made this whole plan of how I was going to transition, study first, getting clients, doing a program with her to learn the insides of her business. Then I decided to create my brand. I got so much inspiration with the name, the colors, the concepts, programs, things that I wanted to do. It was such a beautiful period because I started receiving all of these downloads and information and all of the, my creativity was, oh my God, I was like all over the place. And I love when I just get new ideas. I was like writing on white paper and all of these ideas started flowing through me and it was so rich. I decided to start my podcast. I had so many things to, to, to talk about. And then eventually I said, okay, these are the steps that I'm going to do. This is roughly the timing. And this is when I quit. These are the projects that I need to really finish at work because these are big projects. I want to deliver this. But once these are gone, these are done, I will be traveling to Bali and in Bali, I'm going to reflect on how I'm going to quit my job, what I'm going to say to my boss, etc., etc. So, basically, I had a beautiful plan. And then fear kicked in. <laughs> because, of course, it was easy. You know, when I was working, it was easy to add things. It was easy to, okay, now I'm going to do this master's. Perfect. Now I'm going to start serving clients. Perfect. Now I'm going to do this coaching program with this coach. Perfect. It was always like adding things. And then eventually, you know, I did everything that was in that plan. And then eventually it was time to actually quit my job. And that is when things got a little bit more complicated because fear kicked in. You know, all of these doubts. What if it doesn't work? Will I be able to create a profitable business? I don't have experience as an entrepreneur. Will I be able to do this? Is it going to work? Will people like it? Am I good at this? I've never done it. All of these fears started kicking in. And... The result was that I was supposed to quit in May 2023. I ended up quitting in September. So it took me a couple of months to actually sit with my fear, have a very interesting dialogue with my fear, and to actually come to terms with it, to find what felt like the right timing for me, the right manner to do it, 
the right approach and the the moment and the way that felt most aligned to me and that actually allowed me to conquer that fear or to at least have a dialogue with that fear and say, okay, I know you're there. I know you're trying to protect me, but I need to do this anyways. I'm doing this anyways. So that part, when you know what you want to do, you feel super excited and then fear kicks in. Who do you think you are to have all these dreams? It's not going to work. Your family has worked so hard for so many generations and now you want to be a coach and you want to be on your couch doing what? Posting things on Instagram? You know, you get these little nasty voices that... um, Some coaches that I love, two English coaches, they call them the shitty committee. The shitty committee kicks in and and they just start, who do you think you are? Your parents, your grandparents have been working so hard for so many years and so many generations. Who do you think you are to claim all of this abundance? Who do you think you are to claim all of this freedom? You should feel a little guilty. I started getting like all of these uh, horrible voices, you know, of guilt, fear. What if I couldn't make this happen? You've never been an entrepreneur. How do you know if you're good at this or not? You know, all of these little uh, horrible voices, things you would never tell to another person. But eventually those little voices... The shitty committee gets into your brain and it will try to stop you. Fear will try to stop you. Fear is also trying to protect you. But the way to protect you is to stop you. So that's when you need to sit down with yourself and find courage. Even if you don't know where it is, you need to go and find it. I never thought of myself as a courageous person because I always did what was asked from me. I've always been the good girl. I've always had straight A's or 10s or always the best grades, always succeeded. I was always so pleasing to everyone, doing what I I was supposed to be doing, always a good student, always a great co-worker, super kind, super happy, doing a lot of extra work. I just thought I was a good girl. I didn't know I was a bold, badass (laughs) motherfucker. You know what I mean? I never, I didn't know that I had this energy in me. And feeling that fear that was paralyzing me, finding the way through it with courage, Because courage is not absence of fear. Courage is feeling the fear and doing it anyways. That is courage. So eventually I found that energy in me. Something that I didn't know that I had. Apparently I found it. I created it. I don't know. It just appeared. And and I said, okay, 
it's happening. I was on the way of St. James with a dear friend and I said, it's happening. This is the date. This is how I'm going to present it. It's happening. And when I decided that I was actually taking that leap of faith, that I was actually going to do it, I felt so free, so relaxed, so aligned. It felt right in my body. I knew it was the right thing to do. I knew it. So what I want to encourage you today is if you have this itch, if you feel like what you're doing today, it's not quite right. It doesn't feel good. Something is off. There has to be more to life and to work than this. It has to be different. But you don't know yet what it could be. I would really encourage you to start digging, to start looking into your talents, to start meditating, to start finding different people that are doing things that could potentially be interesting for you. And if you happen to feel fear during this process, just remember that your happiness is on the other side of fear and you have to go through that fear find the courage and just go through it so if that's your case and you are really willing to find your purpose you're in the quest you've been trying a couple of things but you're like oh i don't even know where to start what should i do how do i even What do I do? How do I find my purpose? You know, it's so abstract. The good news is that I will be opening now in October five spots to work with me on -on one-on-one coaching. And we can totally dedicate those three months to finding your purpose, to dig into your talent, to dig into your zones of genius so that you can actually find what it is that lights up your soul. I just cannot stress how much joy, how much expansion I feel on my chest when I'm doing things for Blistopia. And that was not the case when I was working in the wine industry. I always felt contracted, stressed, anxious, even bored sometimes. And now I feel expansive. I feel happy. I want to work all the fucking time. That's also another problem. Um, Because I really love what I do and I just get lost in flow. So my hope is that if you feel like you need some change in your life and you want to find your purpose... I really hope that you're going to be courageous enough to start the process and courageous enough to ask for support if you realize that you cannot do it on your own. If you're trying things and it's just not working, I'm here to support you. I'm here to guide you. I'm here to be your cheerleader 
as you dig into yourself and you try to find your purpose. Because my purpose is to help other people find their purpose and be happy. So I hope you loved this episode. It's really coming from a very open, very vulnerable space as usual. I really hope that you resonated with it. If you loved this episode, please take a screenshot. Just share it on Instagram. Send that link to a friend who you know is trying to find her purpose. And I will see you on the next episode. And in the meantime, in Blistopia we trust.